Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Time now for the balloon party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Yes, 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 yes. I want this one today, Jackson. I don't care if you want to talk Kobe Brown for the next hour and Demoy Hodge for the next hour. It's not happening on this show. Stick around for BK and Ferrario. The golden shower hour. (laughs) That's fine. But not on balloon party. Not here. Not now. Not ever. Jackson says it's the biggest local sports story. Currently. Yeah. I mean, the St. Louis baseball Cardinals are taking on your Chicago Cubs in London, England. All the United Kingdom is buzzing about it. Right. And I am excited about that. But they haven't played since Wednesday. And they won't play till Saturday. So right now, currently, the big... I mean, if someone send, could send in a bigger localized sports story... What about story, the doggies heading to San Jose? The I, Quakes haven't lost in their own pitch. Again, previewing games is not bigger than something no, happening it's right previewing. now. We're going to get you ready, is what you said. Getting, us, getting the people ready for the games. I, you know, I, I don't think that is bigger than you know, a local guy going in the first round. But if someone has something better, feel free to text it on in. All right, fair enough. Uh, we are giving away Bud Bash tickets uh, for the Cardinals and Astros. And how are we going to do it today, Jackson? You're El Capitan, I say. El Presidente. Yeah, it's kind of a free-for-all. You can send, If you send in some good ripping us, you know, great. If you can prove me wrong and that say that there is a bigger localized story, that would be helpful. Or if you got a deep-dive topic for Tim... That would be also I'd a great I'd love to go incentive. deep diving. Don't we all? Some days I feel like I can go out there and I can shoot five under. Some days I feel like if I shoot five over to be good. Today's a day where I feel like I can go low. Yeah. I feel like I can. I believe in you. So uh, send it in. And who knows? You might have four tickets, you and your family or you and some friends. I, honestly, it's not my business who you take, candidly. But you get four tickets, the Cardinals and the Astros, on Tuesday, 101 ESPN, with your chance to win a four-pack of tickets to next Tuesday night's Budweiser Bash for the Cardinals and the Astros. What a homestand. Cardinals-Astros, Cardinals-Yankees. Yeah. How do you do? Beautiful. Uh, next week's Bud Bash game features a limited edition Mark Witten bobblehead. Jackson with some fun facts right at the end of TMA that he only had 105 home runs, yep. meaning 4.8% came, came in one game. Yeah. September 7th, 1993, Cincinnati. Text in now at 314-399-9646 to win Budweiser Bash tickets for Cardinals and Astros. Jackson has given you the uh, way to win. Uh, you submit a deep dive topic that we use or just a standard text that essentially usually psychologically ravaging the two of us. Mm-hmm. That's how you can get into the game. It's up to you. Yeah. There's there's plenty of doors to get in 
to the Cardinals and Astros next Tuesday. Get all the details on this season's series of Budweiser Bash Cardinals games now at cardinals.com slash promotions. This is Balloon Party. My name is Tim McKernan. That is Action Jackson. We have an hour of what is described by critics in New York and Los Angeles as radio excellence. And that is fun that this show is starting to pick up steam on the coast because you are a coastal elite. Yes, always have been. Um, I kind of just, I spend my time in St. Louis almost as like a charitable effort. Oh, 501c3. I didn't know that was what you were set up as. I just try to improve communities. I didn't know that. That's that's great. what I try to do, you know. Well, you improve this show by providing us with the Lil Piddles Friday Six Shooter. What? What? Pew, 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 pew. It's everyone's favorite time of the week. It's the Lil Piddles Friday Six Shooter. Let's kick it off with some Cardinal talk. Heading to London. So you acknowledge it's the lead. Uh, yeah. Oh my God, what are you doing? I admit that it is like the lead for the sixth year. It's not the like story lead. If I was doing a newscast... You would lead with Kobe Brown. If you were doing the sportscast. If you were Martin Kilcoin. Yeah, if it was like a a, a rare 11 p.m. news, start the news at 11 p.m., I would in sports. Look at you. Even you, you do East Coast Times now. We don't do 11 o'clock news in St. Louis. Oh, yeah. You do it in New York. Right. I'm saying. But if, you're always in New York. Right. If I was doing it. But then. The because Kobe you assume you'd get the job in New York and you'd be anchoring New York. Right. Well, I would only take a job in New York or you. at worst L.A. Um, but I would say if I was starting a sports cast, I would certainly lead with Kobe Brown. And I think doing anything other than that would be a disservice to my viewing slash listening audience. Wow. All right, there it is. This piddles is going how I feel. It's how I feel. With a series coming up in London against the team's rival, do you feel this weekend series could be the 2019 Blues-style bar in Philly for the Cardinals? A series where guys bond. Total grasp question. And watch it translate onto the field. Grasp fest. Do you think hockey as a sport lends itself to team bonding more so than baseball? Uh, wow, I like the second question. The first question, I just felt was like, oh, I got to have a question well, about the Cardinals. Hence why it shouldn't be the lead. <laughs> so you want to go, if you want to do a deep dive on Kobe Brown and the Clippers. No. Kawhi, Paul George, Russ. The new big three. Uh, no, no, I don't. Right. Fair enough. Uh, no, I don't see it that way. Because I don't know how this current Cardinal roster, this current Cardinal roster, uh, has the pitching to be what was the 2019 World Champion slash Stanley Cup Champion St. Louis Blues. Mm-hmm. So I can't see it that way. Of course, if they win, then perhaps the Cardinals will go out and acquire some pitching. Because you would think, with Goldschmidt, Arenado, and Walker, I don't. I'm, the Nolan Gorman thing is concerning here as of late. And then maybe a, what's that? That leads into my oh, next is that right? Question. Okay, that uh, and then maybe an outfielder or two can hit. That it would be there, and maybe Contreras. I don't know. I just feel like it's like it's it's all hope, right? Hope in the business model. If I sit down and I put a pro forma together, and I say, well, we hope we can do this. The investors are going to go, well, I mean, what's the plan? Mm-hmm. Well, we hope. Yeah, I think I think we're going to pass him. We're moving on to gooderbad.com. Yeah, and you don't need hope there. I got cold hard facts, baby. Um, but hope is, I mean, I tell you, you need hope for a for a baseball team. You got to have belief, I would say. So I agree with you that it is possibly a little naive, but also... You're Ted Lasso is who you are. I, You know, I, I said yesterday that Moneyball is a five-star movie, and I think that movie more so highlights some of that 
naivete belief in yourself kind of baseball model. Scott Hatterberg. Right. The fact that he was a, a lead character as opposed to Izzy. And or, Mark Mulder. Right. And Barry Zito. Some big and parts Tim Hudson were essentially not a part of the franchise. But if you want something that's by the numbers facts, you make a documentary, you make a feature film, you make a story. And that story is Scott Hatterberg because it's interesting. Now, saying that, you got to have a little bit of self-belief in yourself every time you go up to the bat, so every redundant. time you go up to the plate. But I yeah, mean, if it's it is redundant. It's in yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I stand by everything I've said so far in this presentation. <laughs> oh, you're really, you're kind of going sports talk radio. Yeah. Yeah. I will. You are not backing down. Even if I like were to play the audio and go, when you said self-belief in yourself, that was redundant. You go, no, no, I, I was, stand by was just reiterating my point. All right. Fair enough. I mean, this, this piddles is loaded for, you're going low. I'm going low. You're going lower. I'm so deep. If you if the candle doesn't burn within you, then what are you doing? Man, I'm getting inspired here. I wasn't. Ex- I was. I was expecting to inspire, right. and yet I'm being inspired. I liked the second question, which was, is hockey more of a sport that lends itself to people watching together in a bond, yeah, team bonding, kind of that camaraderie? Yes. Yeah, I would agree. I think that is the case. I don't necessarily have a good reason as to why. Oh, I think I do. Oh, good. Go. In, in hockey, you're you got to work together. You're passing the puck left and right. You got to if you got to know what you're doing out there. Like baseball, like if I hate you, I can still feel the ball from short and throw it to first. Like nothing's going to affect that. But if you don't you're have taking that, a shot at my high school career. <laughs> if you have if you don't have that team chemistry in something like hockey or basketball or football. You know, that's much more of a team element sport. Baseball is a team sport, but it's very individualized. The plays are done by individuals, and it really has no effect if you like the person or not, whereas hockey can certainly be the case. Here, I'm going to take it another level. Okay. Uh, you play, you go on a road trip, you might be out of town for 10 days, which can happen if you're going to the West Coast, West Canada, but uh, you're not playing nine games. You might right. be playing four or five. Yep. What are you boys in mid-20s with some cash going to do? You're going to have a libation. If we're going to be honest about it, I mean, we can sit here, we can, you know, yeah. kid ourselves, but we're going to have a libation. And uh, and that's that's one of the little fun facts of no and tell. Plus, something I love to say, say this when I'm at, when my son's skating, um, it's a little anecdote. I know I've said it before. I don't know if I've said it on 101 ESPN before, but I was interviewing Kelly Chase for my podcast one time. And I said, I don't know what the deal is. But when it comes to baseball players and football players, that's who I covered more than anything else without an NBA team in St. Louis, even though Jackson is trying to pass off the Clippers now as a St. Louis franchise, that uh, that I just never ran into a hockey guy who was an a-hole. And I don't know what the deal with it was. And then he goes, well, our game has a way of weeding out the D-bags mm-hmm. early on. And I would tell you that's been my experience. So the fact that my son likes to skate, I'm like, well, I don't know anything about it. I can't skate, but he loves it. And if he winds up playing that sport, in my experience, there is a great selfless quality that comes with those who play it and a great culture around it. And so I am I am 100% on board with it. And I think part of that is the travel. I think part of it is you oftentimes wind up living with families if, you, if you're really good uh, and you're, you're playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And junior, so yeah, man, it's just I I know nothing about uh, playing. Like I said, I can't even skate, but I uh, I've noticed that from covering players back when I was in uh, locker rooms for television purposes all the time. So yeah, I, I do think you're right on that. And I don't, I like I said, I think part of it is just spending time with each other and the selfless nature of the game. 
Yeah, I, I think that there is obviously for baseball a benefit to coming together, team bonding, camaraderie, liking each other. You're going to be with each other for a long time. But I'm sure that there's been teams that have won the World Series where guys couldn't stand each other. I mean, I know that there's sure. stories about the 86 Mets who had some guys had problems with each other. And Gary Carter has. probably wasn't uh, hanging out with Lenny Dykstra, if I had to guess. Uh, Billy Martin and Reggie Jackson enjoyed fighting each other. And the 1970s Yankees had some the Bronx Zoo, as it was known. Uh-huh. And, I, and I recall the month before the Cardinals won the World Series, I was appearing on Stephen A. Smith's show on ESPN, which in <laughs> hindsight was so strange. <laughs> but I was... Went down to Channel 9, which has the satellite studios right. for, for St. Louis shows. Were you still doing TV at that time? Uh, I was not, but um, they asked me if I wanted to do it. I did it, and I, I texted Edmonds, and I said, hey, I'm doing this national hit. Is there anything you can tell me before you guys? Because I want to talk about the Cardinals. And he goes, yeah, nobody's getting along. I can't wait for the season to be over. And uh, when we lost, I think he said Woody Williams and Mark Grizzolonic. And I was like, Mark Grizzolonic? We lost two big leaders in the, in the clubhouse. Uh, and then a month later, he's on the field holding up the World Series trophy at the <laughs> right. parade. So even sometimes if you're in it, you don't know. Right. But that team wasn't getting along. And then Ronnie Belliard makes a great play in San Diego, and they beat the Padres, and... Edmonds winds up being like Newt Rockney standing in the middle of the clubhouse delivering speeches after every game. So it can happen quickly. Point being, the chemistry thing can oftentimes be overrated. Yeah, 100%. You got to have some talent. 100%. Yeah, and I feel like baseball magnifies that even more of a degree. Uh, we will uh, take a break here. I will go into the, the uh, Air Comfort Service text inbox to see if there is a deep dive request that gets my synapses to fire. And I'll be happy to tell stories. Or maybe you want a deep dive from... As Jamie Rivers calls him, DJ Piddles. I'm I, I can go deep. Where were you? What, what what topic would get your synapses firing? Obviously, any talk about hoops. That's my it's my love. It's my first. That might be love. better for you and Rocchio's podcast. I'm telling you, if you uh, you ask the question, what would I go deep on? I'd go deep on hoops. I can go deep on a lot of different topics. Well, you said one. I can go on a number of different different right, topics. You're saying that again. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to reiterate my point. He's like when I'm trying to get my five year old to bed. I think we should. Yeah, I'm, I've been compared to five-year-olds before. Um, just a number. I mean, I just I, there's so many I can go. Now. Sports, movies, uniforms, okay. obviously. You've heard right, uniforms. We now we're getting some specifics. Yeah. Well, I think the people know. I don't want to patronize wow. them. You think your Q rating is so high that the people know what engages you, and they want to engage with you on these things that at one time were so vague that we couldn't get a tangible answer. But now we have it. It's hoops, it's sports movies, and it's uniforms. Yep. I'm, I'm, I would consider myself an expert in all three. I have three. Me, myself, and I. Those are mine. De La Soul, 1990. Trey Mason's father was in that uh, rap crew. Did you know that? No. That's and he a, ran for, what, 400 yards against Missouri in the 2013 SEC Championship on, on H, the same play HB every dive. damn dive. It was HB dive right up the gut. All right, uh, we'll find out what we have in the deep dive request folder, plus the Little Piddles six-shooter here, a Friday tradition on 101 ESPN. This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back, Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis Acura, and Alton Toyota here on 101 ESPN. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. That's Action Jackson. I got to tell you something, Jackson. Uh-huh. You know, we've had a what I would describe as a special relationship with the Air Comfort Service text line in yeah. the 18 months 
Uh, you call it 18 Hall of Fun hey, months uh, here on Balloon Party. And Hall of Fun. Hall of Fun. <laughs> oh. But when it comes to the deep dive requests, the people come through. Yeah, big time. Now, from my standpoint, right now, even though there are a lot of deep dives in there, um, my favorite text is, wow, we've got a Jersey expert in the studio today. That's right. Yeah. There's no, I am the central authority when it comes to uniforms and sports. People come to me. Teams submit their ideas to me beforehand, and they often don't listen. Oh, God. Uh, I think I think it's a wonderful thing to have, even though I might have to give that person my vote for the uh, for the uh, Bud Bash tickets, which we are giving away at around 1055. Uh, all you guys do is ramble about nothing. It's like you're just trying to fill space and not really saying or informing us as listeners of nothing coherent. I'm going to correct that and make it anything coherent. But the theme is accurate. And I'll be real honest with you. I've been doing it for 20 years, 20 years, Jackson, of just rambling incoherently. Yeah, and you keep doing it, so clearly, you know, the pattern has worked. (laughs) Uh, Tim's saying the Little Piddles Friday six-shooter is a Friday tradition is a bit of a stretch given the morning drive has been on more Fridays the last month or two. That's from the three and four. That's another criticism of the schedule of the program. Right or left. (laughs) (laughs) It's the strangest thing because I've taken six days off total from TMA. Right. But because we have like the events with TMA, then we miss balloon party. Right. And I got to tell you, I understand where the people are coming from. For sure. Also, I'm flattered that people. Yeah, care. Right? <laughs> I am. I know I'm flattered. They want more piddles. Tim, talk about golf. Piss everyone off besides me. Thanks. That's from the 636. Uh, now, I have a few in here that I do think are good. Um, let's see what we got. And I, and, I, and I lost it, but this one was, it was a good one. It was and it kind of applied to uh, sports, sports psychology, and dealing with local athletes, and then youth sports. And I liked it. God bless America. Jackson, do you see it? I'm looking right now. Uh, okay, here it is. Not sure if this is just not interesting, but I'm still curious. Tim, because of your great personality... Automatic winner. Automatic winner. That's how you get red. Uh, Tim, because you're a great personality, and I, by the way, I actually disagree with that. <laughs> I think that's bad. I think that's a bad take. Uh, Tim, because you're a great personality and being someone in a position to communicate with elite athletes from time to time, also being a father who has young children like myself, have those athletes given you any guidance on pushing your boys to be challenged in sports to reach their full potential versus not spending your life savings to just burn them out and hate playing those sports? I would love for my kids to make freshman sports so they could not get cut or so they could get cut from the JV team like myself. That's from the 314. Um, I think that this is an intriguing topic. Now, as far as the first part of the question with regards to talking to athletes about it, honestly, I have not had that conversation. Um, it's kind of one of those things. It's and it's not like I'm. It, it, it's one of the things that I would say about my relationship with with guys who play or played is it's like uh, if 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 you're in 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 the mob. And then you're dealing with a mobster, but then you're also a cop. But you have a nice relationship. You don't necessarily talk about it when you're hanging out. And so I know that I, I am the bad guy because I'm in the media, and therefore we don't talk about sports. It's just understood, which might sound weird to people. Um, but that is the case. For example, I was fortunate enough to play golf with 
it was like an eight, eight of us and Ryan O'Reilly, Robert Thomas. And I can't remember. I feel like there was a third member of the Blues a couple of years ago. And the last thing I was going to do was talk hockey with him. Right. But understandably, my friends had a bunch of questions and were asking questions. And I just know, and, and if I'm there, and especially if they don't know me well, you never know what's like, oh, I said, you know, it could that wind up on TMA. Right, right, right. So you just kind of understand that, you know, it, it takes time to build up a relationship where somebody knows that you're going to respect the omerta, right. so to speak, which is the code. Yeah. You just, you, you can't do it. Now, right, if somebody right. says, you can put this on the record, yeah. that's a different deal. So with that all said, I think one of the reasons why youth hockey in St. Louis has experienced such a growth and has turned out some amazing NHL players is because so many members of the Blues alumni have chosen to live in St. Louis and coach. And so whereas, again, I have a five-year-old and a one-year-old, so I'm I'm not in the game yet. But my understanding is active parents going after umpires, officials, really can, even if it's only one, it can cause a real buzzkill. For sure. And then potentially arguing with coaches... That can be a real situation, too. But if you have a child and their coach played in the NHL... Got to be tough. Gotta, yeah. Got to be tough to tell to them what they're doing. question the strategy. Right. Yeah, for sure. So that's uh, something that both Keith Kachuk and Kelly Chase, and I feel like somebody else, uh, we talked about that. But that, wasn't, that had nothing to do with my kids. I don't know if I had kids when we were talking about that. Um, because the parents kind of know to stand down. Mm-hmm. Um but I look at this, and I don't know about those of you listening, and if you ever experienced this, I know you loved playing basketball, Jackson, and played mm-hmm. in high school. I found personally that when we started playing like 60 games in a summer, that's when I started to, I didn't hate baseball, I just was not nearly as interested in it. It, it bored me. Now, that was high school. My understanding of what is going on now and plenty of those of you in our audience here on 101 ESPN can can speak to this better than I can, because neither one of us, Jackson or myself, have the situation yet, is that kids are playing 60, 70 baseball games at seven or eight years old. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. And it's called select, but it's really select as long as you have a check that's going to cash. Yeah, but at that that's, age, for but sure. But that's, that's, that's the deal. And I just... I speak so often about, you know, people think I'm talking about gambling, but I really look at odds more for, for math probability. That's what interests me. It's not like, I'm like oh my God, I got to place $100 on the Cardinals to win the Central. It's like, okay, this is how Las Vegas views the Cardinals' chances of winning the Central. There's that math. How many major league players, how many NHL players in the last, since 2000, have come out of this city? And yet, how many are playing, quote unquote, select ball, right. hockey, right. Uh, and it kind of gives you an idea of what the math is. And so I can't speak to what this gentleman specifically asked, which is what athletes have told me as far as guiding their kids or what they would do with, with my kids, because I have, like I said, a one-year-old and a five-year-old. But I, my thing personally is I want them to just enjoy it. Right. To me, that's what being a child is about uh and realistically it's highly unlikely that they're going to get paid a living anyway to play sports and i gather 
again, outside looking in. And I wouldn't speak to it if I were a part of it because then I feel like I'd be violating that code. Um, but I gather that there is pressure that parents feel to get their kids playing like many of their peers are Mm -hmm. all of these baseball, hockey, soccer. Sure. I don't know if I'm leaving an obvious one out. Um, I suppose basketball, I don't know. All day tournaments. But I don't think, but I don't think that starts at seven, you know, it can. I can't imagine there's kids playing sixty basketball games in a summer, and it's seven. I, maybe it is, and I'm. I'm I mean, I don't know about the baseball weekend. thing. Yeah. It's seven though. It's oh, seven. In, really? In that ballpark, you can't even get the ball to the basket. Oh, and it's it's nuts. Yeah, all day tournaments. It's Either way, nuts. the point being is that that I, I think that that and then that burns kids out, and it's just a totally different way of the world but my god if you have kids in the range of 7 to 15 16 it seems like like if i'll ask my friends to like go do something it's like oh no we've got four games yeah. today oh, yeah. and i go god that is i mean that sounds great to go back to be able to do that uh-huh. as in when i was a kid but i just can't imagine that that's something that the kids love now i'm for the sake of of playing devil's advocate my understanding is from parents that if they didn't play, then they would be sitting inside playing video games or screwing off on their phones. And so, whereas truly, for real, I had to wait until 9 o'clock. That's when my mom would allow me to go across the street on Vienna, South City, little 12 block or 12 house, maybe 20 house block in between Murdoch and Nottingham in, in South St. Louis, where I grew up, to go across the street to my buddy's house so we could start playing wiffle ball, which we would do all day long for real until it was dark. Or we eventually started playing what we called fuzzball, which was a tennis ball and a cork ball bat at St. Gabriel's schoolyard. That's what we did all day. And so that is what parents who have children who are say in that seven to 15 range, that's like, this is otherwise they're just going to sit inside. Right. I'm not in that age range. Obviously you're not, or I'm not in that situation, I should say, and you're not. So I can't speak to it. But that is, and that's kind of the quote-unquote cost of doing business because the CYC schedule, for example, only plays 15, 16 games. So if you really want to play and if you want to have any chance at really being good, mm-hmm. then that's, that's essentially the cost of doing business. That is my understanding on it. Yeah. Uh, I've seen, I've played with guys who have uh, been really, really talented. And, and there's two ways to go about it. Like I've seen the people who get pressured by their parents to put in all this extra work. And I've seen, you know, guys who just did get burnt out and didn't love it as much towards the end who were super talented and it just didn't work out because of that. And I also saw people who did have that fire within them, that self-belief in themselves that, uh, that they wanted to do that. And the work that they would put in was unbelievable. And almost what, every what time- What age you start noticing that, Jackson? 12. Really? Yeah, it starts early. And when they have that self-belief, when they want it at more than their parents want it for them. Wow. That's, 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 that's that's an intangible and that's all right. Less than 1%, I would imagine. But then you look at the people who go from high school to playing college sports, especially either high level D2 or D1. It's a very small percentage of high school athletes who get to go to that level. And that's an even smaller percentage of college athletes who get to go play pro. So you kind of have to have that belief. You want it more than every other single person. And a parent can't instill that in you. You have to instill that in yourself. Yeah, I don't even know if it's instilled. I just think you're born with it. Essentially, yeah. 
So, you know, and another thing that, that we're up against in St. Louis versus athletes in, you know, Florida, Texas, Arizona, I suppose, Southern California is the seasons. Yeah. So, you know, when I'm down in Jupiter and I'm playing golf and there's like a six-year-old on the driving range and I go, oh my God, that's like Adam Scott's golf swing and yeah. he's six right. and he gets to do it all year Never long. Never take a break. It's yeah. incredibly advantageous. Huge. Um, I got this text here. My 11-year-old plays AAU basketball. Last night we scrimmaged in caps and a parent went after the quote-unquote ref in a scrimmage. Ooh. That is from the 314. Been there. Uh, Jamie Rivers has great advice on this topic. Biggest thing is don't try love vicariously through your kid. Let your kid play as many sports as you can. That's from the 314. Live vicariously, I think, is what they meant to say. Ah, nice. Yeah, yes, I that think that is correct. Yeah, that's a huge part of it. Like, that that's the biggest thing is like a parent needs to be there for support, not for like, you know, you can't force a kid to go into the gym and put up shots for three hours. You can, but that'll just lead to oh, burnout. Yeah, yeah that'll just lead to burnout. When they want to do that themselves, though, that's what, when as a parent, you just see that and all you do is support. Thing you just can't teach. Right, exactly. But I also would think that also is a tough way as a kid to socialize because you're going to be on an island. Now, if you have a group of kids mm-hmm. who want to do that, oh, wow, you right. know, that's a whole other thing. It is, yeah. And that you and that's the th- crazy, that's what I think is one of the biggest barriers for kids to want that extra work is you are isolated. Like if you're going to want to put up shots in the gym for three hours or sit in the batting cages for four or five hours and just keep putting in work or be on the driving range, you're most likely going to be doing it alone. And at times where other people are doing stuff that sounds fun, you know, Friday nights, that's when the gym is empty. That's when you go put in the work. And that's what I think is a lot of people's barrier to entry. Uh, Tim, you make my day. You have the best voice in radio history. Jackson, you ruin my day and you look like, oh, it's sad. Nope. Thanks for all the entertainment. I was, you know, you, you give me a compliment. It just automatically gets yeah, read. Trojan horse. There. Yeah, that was Trojan horse. <laughs> it's a total bait and switch. It was a sharp play. I respect the sharp play. That's what I would say. Uh, Tim, 40 to $50 billion a year spent on youth sports. Yeah, it's crazy, man. But I mean, at the same time, like I look back on my summers spent playing basketball, literally the entire summer was camps or teams and AAU ball. And I don't regret one single moment of it. Like truly some of my fondest memories. But again, as you acknowledge, it's a case by case thing. hundred percent, hundred percent. And so what I, what I suppose with this person that started the discussion with the text was asking is what do guys who actually played made a lot of money playing what did they say which is why jamie rivers council has credibility he did it and he did it at an incredibly high level for a long period of time um and 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 i suppose what i would take a step back on is the only thing that i can speak to because i'm in the parent role now is if they want to do it then great i'm not going to say don't do it but i don't want to be the reason they are doing it mm-hmm. that's yeah. what i'm saying it is 10:33 in st louis this time check brought to you by clarks and jewelers we will continue to take your deep dive requests here on the air comfort service text line for our bud bash tickets four tickets to next Tuesday's game for the Cardinals and Astros. Get all the details in the season series of Budweiser Bash Cardinals games now at cardinals.com slash promotions. And now Blues fans, Alex Ferrario is heading to Nashville to report live from the 2023 NHL draft. The Blues have the 10th overall pick in this year's draft. And you can tune in this Wednesday night starting at 6 p.m. as Alex will be on site from Bridgestone Arena in Nashville for a special NHL draft live show. He'll be talking to special guests and covering everything that's happening at this year's NHL draft. That's this Wednesday night. Alex Ferrario live from Nashville starting at 6 p.m. on 101 ESPN. The NHL Draft Show is brought to you by Swiss Air Heating and Cooling. We'll take a commercial break. Come back with more of Balloon Party here on 101 ESPN. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're right back to the balloon party on the Tim McKernan podcast presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Welcome back. This is Balloon Party, driven by Munganass, St. Louis, Acura, and Toyota. My name is Timothy Michael McKernan. That is Action Jackson. Two more segments on Balloon Party this week before uh, the weekend. And BK and Ferrario take over here on the program. You're welcome to text in, compete for the Bud Bash tickets. 314-399-9646, Air Comfort Service. Text line. If you guys were in England, you would have a show out of Watford called Pip and Lil Wanker's Guide to Athletic and Sporting Clubs. Pip would specialize in rock tossing since he's a South City Hoosier, and Lil Wanker would talk polo and bridge matches. Thanks, 314. Could that just be our wives? That sounds so great. Some shepherd's pie I'd after the show. would be a little hoodlum throwing rocks at buildings, yeah. and you would talk polo and bridge. Uh, it, sounds, it sounds like a, a fast-forward Downton Abbey. Might be, a, might be the leader in the clubhouse. I really want that to be the case. And by the way, the guy who texted in on the youth sports uh, conversation and professional athletes' perspective on it um, has said he's already going to the game with the uh, Baldwin Athletic Association. Nice. Congrats. But he said one of the reasons why he asks that question is he feels like if his kids don't play, quote-unquote, select sports by the age of nine, then they have virtually no chance to play in high school. So, Nah, I disagree. I mean, I have no idea. I got cut from everything in high school, so I certainly can't talk about it. No, I mean, some guys develop late. Some people just develop later. And no, what you do at nine years old, I mean, it's always great to get skills in there, get that muscle memory down. But no, you can flourish much more so like even into mid-high school, like sophomores I've seen, you know, growth spurts happen, things change. So no, I wouldn't say so. Uh, my nephew started playing baseball and got picked to be on a select team. Fast forward to before he got to high school, he had Tommy John surgery and he quit. He had enough of baseball. That's from the 618. Yeah, yeah. The pitching injury thing, like if you start tossing a lot of innings, if you're logging a lot of innings young, that can be a real problem, especially when your, your muscles and tendons are still developing. That's scary. Parents need to allow kids to play all sports. I started baseball at 6, bowling at 8, football at 9, basketball 10, golf 12. I played baseball during the season, and at that time, we did not have select. So off-season, I played whatever season it was. I was naturally talented at the mall, even kicked a 45-year-old field goal at age 12. But my dad wouldn't let me play soccer. As an adult, I played soccer and resented my dad for never letting me play just because he had a bias against bias against it. Thanks. That's from Ron, and he says he totally disagrees with that select thing, and I guess that means that you got to be playing select by now. And by the way, the guy who said that wasn't saying that he, that is the truth. He's saying he feels right. like that's the way that it is. Right. I think more so than the like select is the specialization. Like you kind of got to pick a sport 
at a certain age, like at 10, 11, 12, like if you're playing baseball, soccer, basketball, all at the same time, like it's hard to be really elite at all three, only certain kind of athletes where they kind of want you to pick a sport when you're 11. Cause if you're playing it in soccer tournaments year round, it's going to be hard to play baseball or basketball. If you're playing in basketball tournaments year round, it's going to be tough to play other sports. So they kind of want you to specialize that. I feel like is more detrimental to kids development. Uh, Jackson's golf game takes a shot with this one. Baseball kids nowadays either get faced with the Tommy John decision or convert to golf. And they're still better at golf at 12 than Jackson is now. Thanks. That's from the seven. Well, bet. Um, oh wow! You you are you willing to go out and challenge twelve year old? I'd cover that match. If they're gonna talk. They're gonna. <laughs> Do you think that was a twelve year old texting in? I don't know. Whoever wants to put up, like I just just know James I'm here. Is taking all comers here on balloon party today. Yeah, if you're gonna, I mean, talk. Put your put your money where your mouth is. Essentially, nice. I mean, come on, what are we talking about here? All twelve year olds text in and schedule your matches with Jackson. Yeah, get ready to get destroyed. <laughs> wow. Yeah, and you're playing the the tips with me. Uh, but here's here's my here's my macro. Can I take? Do we go twenty thousand foot view? Do we yeah, thirty thousand. What do we do? How I'll many? let you go up to thirty. All right, I'm going thirty. If let's say on the high side, fifty St. Louisans have played in the major leagues, in the NBA, in the NHL, in the NFL mm-hmm. in the last decade. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know if that's... That's probably about right. Okay. And there are however many millions in the St. Louis area who have competed in that time period. Right. That, yeah. That's the math. And that's why I talk about gambling. Because I, I look at it from the probability standpoint. So therefore, it truly is kind of a lottery ticket thing. That also isn't really... Because lottery ticket would indicate straight luck. There is also genetics. Mm-hmm. It's a big part of it. And... And then also uh, an intangible that I think you're born with or you're not. And I don't think it can be taught because if you're taught work ethic, then that can lead to resentment of being forced into work ethic, if you follow me. And so in the whole scheme of things, this pressure this gentleman's talking about and about feeling like his child needs to be playing a select sport by nine or else he doesn't have a chance in high school, the need is is anxiety based because there really is not a need because it's not going to be your child's career anyway. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. But I also think, you know, you look at those odds and it's shocking. Like the, that number would be jarring the percentage of people who can make a living playing it. But for some people, and this is like I talked about the kids who want it more than the parents want it for them is you can only find out if you, if your you know, your lottery ticket gets pulled essentially if you try. And so some well, people, that's their, that. that's their I, fuel. I agree with that part. But again, how many of those kids do you actually see? Right. And, 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 and the thing about it is with team sports, I suppose basketball, you can go out and practice by yourself as mm-hmm. far as shooting goes. For sure. Baseball, you can go to cages. Mm-hmm. Um, hockey, I mean, my son loves to go to these stick and puck things at, at Kirkwood Ice. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, there are guys out there firing slap shots, and he's five, still kind of, you know, feeling his way through learning how to skate. And I'm like, oh my god! But if he wants to do it, I'm like, hey, you're happy. I'm thrilled that you're enjoying doing it. It's yeah. great. Those are the, that that kind of self starter thing again. What's the percentage of of kids under the age of, I guess we'll say, twelve and under who have that? Right. It's very rare. And then also to to, to extrapolate. Then that that child needs a 
a parent or guardian who is in a position to allow them to be able to do that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially with sports like hockey or baseball or equipment. It can be so expensive. Football. So you have that factor in it as well. Yeah. So what I I suppose my, my overall thesis here today is I think it is a I don't know if it's societal, if it's parental, environmental in some capacity faux pressure of feeling like, oh God, I got to get my kid in this. And then I feel like in a way it can be a way to really push your child against the sport that they're playing Mm -hmm. because it's so much. Now, if they love it, different deal. If they want to practice on it on their own, different deal. But if you as the parent are kind of forcing it on them, then I feel inevitably they're going to have resistance to it, as I would think is the case for most children who have things, anything forced yeah, on Yeah, it's them. a human nature kind of right. thing. Right, yeah. as a child. Oh, the rebellion, yeah. the inevitable rebellion stage of adolescence. Right. So that's where I'm coming from on it. And again, neither one of us are there. Uh-uh. I'm on the front end of it, but not there. But it's something that, that really is a topic that gets people going because either they're going to be there, they're there, or they have been there. Yeah. So in a way, everybody can kind of relate. And I... And I see it and I and I look at it and I go, man, all I know is when I had 60 baseball games in like the summer of 93, I think it was, I started to go, God, this is this is what I'm doing. Yeah. And now I look back on it with even greater regret now and go, holy crap, that's how I spent my summer. Right. You know, when I was going in to be a senior in high school by sitting on the bench, I mean, all the time. But you were ready to go. I had a box of everlasting gobstoppers <laughs> that I would bring to every game and see how much I could suckle upon the gobstopper before biting into it. And if I could get to like only having four per game, yeah. that was the math that I was running. Not my batting average, but how many gobstoppers I could. Yeah. I'll tell a quick story. Just a minute long. I was playing softball with my uh, my brother had a softball team, and I was in right field, kind of where they put all the star athletes. Absolutely. I assume you were wearing jeans. <laughs> no, I had shorts on, but not a ball had been hit to me basically all season. So I brought a bag of M and M's out to uh, oh boy right field just to enjoy and kind of hang out and. You know, luck would have it. Some big old lefty cranks one out to right and field. You're eating M and M's, and I didn't have my glove on because I was you're eating, eating M and M's, and I couldn't get it on fast enough. So I had to drop the M and M's, lost at least a quarter of the bag and my glove, and tried catch uh, catching a fly ball barehanded. barehanded. You and Kevin Mitchell, <laughs> I tried catching it barehanded. And after that, my brother no longer invited me to play softball anymore. If I were your brother, I would have dragged you off the field. He wasn't. He was Is really there any pissed. video of this? No. I'd like to create a gif. No, I mean, he can call in or something. But no, he, I can promise you this happened. And yeah, <laughs> it was. Uh, he's still upset with me about it to this day. As he should be. I'm furious now, now that I've heard the anecdote. Your thoughts welcome. 314-399-9646. We're giving away Bud Bash tickets in the next segment. Cardinals and Astros next Tuesday. Uh, 314-399-9646. Bud Bash tickets are going to be given away next year on Balloon Party, driven by Munganas, St. Louis, Acura, and on Toyota. We're right back to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN. Balloon Party, 101 ESPN. Tim McKernan with you for another seven magical minutes. Jackson, M&M's, Burkett. Hmm. And we're giving away Bud Bash tickets. Uh, Jackson just kind of took over here. I was scouring through the Air Comfort Service text line, and I hear him giving Mike Ryder the phone number that won. And I thought, wow, we have a... uh, 
We have I've, the government's been overthrown on this program. Jackson has taken over, and I guess you have selected the winner for the Bud Bash tickets. Yeah, King Piddles over here. King Piddles. Yeah, I like this text uh, on the heels of my stories of M and M's. Uh, in a softball game, M&M's in the outfield, starring Little Piddles coming to Disney Plus soon. That won the Bud Bash tickets. Yep, yep. Congratulations. I just signed a deal, so, you know, it's like, you know, it's kind of a celebratory text of the day winner. They are showing highlights of what is known as the Sandberg game on uh, MLB Network right now. And um, that is the game in which Ryan Sandberg and I believe Willie McGee each hit two home runs at Wrigley Field in 1984. And I think Sandberg got uh, Bruce Souter with the game winner. And then we were, as our family, we were at the game the day before. I'm virtually certain of this. And we were going to what became a famous baseball game. I'm sure many of you in the audience who are old enough know about that game. Cardinals wearing powder blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, the Cubs winding up winning the National League East that year, which was the division at the time the Cardinals and Cubs were in, along with the Phillies, Pirates, Expos, and Mets. And my little brother, who was born in 82... Uh, our, the babysitter who was watching him believed that he had gotten into her pills. Oh, God. And But she wasn't sure. Ooh. And since uh, my mom doesn't fly, uh, she was on a plane with a bomb scare when she was pregnant with me, so I was already bringing yeah. great joy to her life before <laughs> even Up born. Battle, yeah. And uh, so we had to then drive back hurriedly to make sure that my little brother, you know, hadn't busted into the babysitter's pills at a year and a half year old. And so, therefore, we missed what is considered still, even here in 2023, Chris Russo is showing highlights of that game. We missed that game. Wow. And therefore, I would like to hold my brother Kevin accountable here on the show right now. You went after your brother for putting you in right field and interrupting your M&M feast? That's right, with baseball. I'm going after... My younger brother for taking me away from the Bruce Souter, Willie McGee, Ryan Sandberg game. I'm virtually certain we were at that game in June of 84 at Wrigley Field. And he busted into the babysitter's pills. Yeah, it's about time you held him accountable for this. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what the statute of limitations is on it. You know, we're, we're approaching four decades. I think you're still within, well within your rights to be upset about it. So, Willie McGee hit for the cycle that day. Cal County, oh, wow. St. Gabriel's uh, John Wooden just texted me. Yeah. Uh, let's see what we got here. Uh, guys, uh, FanDuel across the river just released the odds for a 12-year-old against Jackson for 18 holes. Jackson is plus 1,000. I mean, there probably are multiple 12-year-olds who could beat you. 100%. There's okay. multiple 12-year-olds who could beat most golfers. Right. Can we get one of these 12-year-olds to play you, and can we cover it? Yeah, if they want to lose... Um, I'm ready. I just I don't somebody care. is the parent of a. Although we have had people claiming they're 12 years old and talking smack to you in the air comfort service text based line. on their grammar, it doesn't surprise me. <clears throat> Singer, I need the parent of a good, and I mean like a low single digit golfer who's 12 or under, and we'll set this thing up. <laughs> I, I I'm ready. I am ready. Just know that. Quick odds question. Sure. Real quick. Cardinals, Cubs over under tomorrow, 14 and a half. Well, I believe the, I think it was the Yankees and Red Sox last year who scored a combined like 90 runs over there. Now yeah. they've moved the fences back, as John Denton told us yesterday. Yeah. 
I do wonder anytime they have these American games in the UK, yeah. what do they want them to showcase? Offense. Offense, 100%. So I might be going over based on... The under is plus 100, so oh, people, oh, they, they, they want you, yeah, they want you to... They want you to. Uh, all right, now BK and Ferrari are coming up next for Jackson, who will be taking on an 11-year-old uh, in golf. Uh, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been Balloon Party, driven by Mung and S. St. Louis Acura and Toyota 101 Spin. You've been listening to the Balloon Party on the Tim McKernan Podcast. Presented by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers on 101 ESPN.